Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research Incorporated, a broker-dealer, member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and ClearVista Financial are not affiliated. Discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. Welcome, everyone, to the Spend Life Well Show where we examine the economy and everything else through a biblical lens. That's right. Talk about your personal finances. I'm Certified Kingdom Advisor Mark Trice. I'm glad you've chosen to join us today. I'm joined in the studio, as always, by fellow financial professional Jesse Hamilton. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. So some of you may be thinking about buying and selling a home this year. Yes, we get a lot of people interested in that right now, and it's it's a difficult time. You know, the housing market slowdown is kind of rippling through the economy. Mm-hmm. And so we thought we'd get into it today and kind of explain some of the impacts that a, a slowing housing market has on everyone in different industries and things. And right. Maybe your decision to uh, buy or sell a home. Today's verse is from Proverbs, Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, which says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. So today, like I said, we'll be discussing the housing market and all the ways this decline can be seen through the overall economy. Mm-hmm. And we thought it'd be relevant to talk about, since we often have people asking advice on buying a new home or That's upgrading right. their home. We, we'll have uh, financial plan families reach out and say, hey, is this a good idea? What do you think about this property? Can I afford this? Can I not afford it? Definitely, David. Uh, David. Your name's Jesse, right? That's <laughs> my middle name. I was thinking about David, you know, I don't know what David was doing something, but... The biblical David? The biblical David, yes, yes. And so it's it's a kind of a hard time right now, or a different time. It shouldn't be... Yeah. It's not hard. It's all relative. It's different than it was a few years ago to be a buyer or a seller. Mm-hmm. You know, we've had listeners that want to know, should I wait for the market to heat back up? Should I move when it's best for my family? You know, should I put more down? All sorts of different questions like that. Right. So obviously this year... And 2023, higher interest rates have slowed the housing market, and we've seen sales of existing homes drop 7% in recent months. Compared That's a year-over-year year right? Yeah, compared yeah. to last year. Um, and of course, this is November data, I believe. It comes out a few months late. Right. But this is having spillover effects into all other parts of the economy, you know, from hardware stores to furniture retailers, construction firms, uh, real estate workers, lots of different people. I have not been visiting my local Ace Hardware as frequently as I used to. Yep. Not because I'm buying or selling a home. It's just I got too many other projects to do that I don't need to buy tools and things like that. Mm -hmm. So, Jesse, you mentioned about home sales. Um, They fell to a 13-year low in October. Yeah, that's for existing homes. And and why why is that? Well, people don't want to give up their great two, three, three and a half percent mortgages. Yeah, so some people might be thinking that they want to upgrade, but they've got a great interest rate right now, mm-hmm. lower than it's ever been before prior to the pandemic, Right, and they don't want to give that up. And so that has an impact on the supply of housing that's available out there. Right, so if you're a, a realtor, maybe a home builder, mortgage professional, you feel the effects. I know we met with uh, our friend and local mortgage broker down the hall here, to get a viewpoint on new mortgages the other day. And he said that he has issued a fraction of the loans that he did in 2022 and has seen business slump a little bit. That makes sense. But he also said that these conditions have led people to postpone. 
Yeah, uh, because of the rates are are so much higher, almost almost four percent higher than they were a year ago. Mm-hmm. People are actually saying maybe I don't want to buy now. The funny thing is, is um, the the funny thing is Jesse is that a seven percent interest rate, which we we saw one the other day, it was five point nine nine. But a 7% interest rate, which has been kind of typical prior to the end of December, uh, that's fairly normal. Historically. Historically. But you've never seen that in I your haven't, adult life. And people are used to these 3%ers. And so the, the millennial generation may be saying, oh my gosh, this is outrageous. We can't do this. It's too much. And, you know, go back to my parents' generation, the baby boomers. They were accustomed to paying 13, 14% for a mortgage back in the early 1980s. So, so it, it's 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 about perspective. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. one of the things that our mortgage broker friend told us that we're writing the have-to loans. In other words, they're writing the, the loans on on individuals or families that, are, that have to move, maybe a job change or something like that, versus then the want-to loans, right? So yeah. it's people just kind of moving for the sake of moving or upgrading for the sake of upgrading. Yeah, so he's not necessarily a financial professional, but he is encouraging people to make that move if they must for work or family needs, that kind of thing. Now, he did also say with rates dropping a little bit in the last three weeks, he's seen an uptick in loan applications right? because people are seeing it fall a little bit and they're jumping on it. Maybe maybe prematurely Mm -hmm. on that. but you know when you're spending when you're spending or moving less, less people are moving and upgrading their homes. There's also less spending on furnishings and things. That's right. So our first little category here is that furnishings down. So when you buy and sell, uh, you don't need new couches to fill up that space. And furniture growth sales fell below zero in February of 2023, and it has not rebounded since. Yeah, that's folks saying, you know what, I can I can keep that sofa just a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. I really don't need a new dining room table right now. And so the the impulse purchases and things with the economy being tight and yeah. people less moving, because we have the tendency, if we upgrade the house to a larger home, we want to fill it with more stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, so, that's something we advise against here, and that's one of the things that we advise against for one of the reasons for buying home. You know, it, a lot of people rationalize in their heads like, oh, we just want more space. But the reality is uh, cons- consumers behave in a way that they feel like they have to fill that new space with more stuff. Right, right. So um, we saw some research that the Home Depot CEO has reported consecutive quarters, four in a row of comparable store declines. So these stores are seeing the impact of the reduction in people's spending on furnishing. Yeah. So you know when you have it has a ripple effect. You you it's lower uh, lowering the amount of materials that manufacturers need. It's lowering the amount of gardening yeah. that people are doing. Um, it's impacting suppliers. Right. With this, so you know Americans don't want to give up those low mortgage rates, so they're staying put. Mm-hmm. And this means significantly less furniture shopping unless you're remodeling or upgrading. Yeah, which we'll talk about in just a second. But okay. Our second point here is lower spending hits the jobs. So we're talking about workers in real estate and real estate tied industries. So if if construction companies are building fewer homes, they don't need as many workers. That's right. And so that's having a direct impact on the construction industry. And it also has that ripple effect, employment growth in furniture retailers, building supply materials, and so forth, appliances, and those all fell below 
the 0% growth rate year over year in 2023. Yep. So they're actually shrinking a little bit. So real estate professionals too are also impacted because their their income is derived from the processing of buying and selling of homes right. in the clients that they represent. I'm not sure if you know about the specifics of the law, but there are some laws in the work that could change the way that they get paid. And a lot of those people, agents and brokers, are starting to rethink their jobs. Yeah, because it's, you know, real estate is an eat what you kill type business. That's right. And the real estate professional doesn't necessarily make money unless they have a transaction. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were talking about this the other day. We love our real estate professionals and they're really good at what they do, but their job is to get you in a nice house, not to give you good financial advice. That's right. And and we've seen a few examples of this, of, of folks that are taking the word of the real estate professional versus talking to a financial advisor about that new purchase or sale. Mm-hmm. So we've also seen the demand for landscaping workers ease off a little bit as makes well. Sense. So when it comes to... Um, you know, our third point deals with private residential construction spending, right? A lot of people wanted to upgrade or remodel their current home rather than move. So uh, they've seen, we've seen permits rise over the last year. because so for remodeling. For purchase. remodeling, yeah. yeah. People want to add on to their house, make it nicer. That way they can kind of keep their mortgage situation, but maybe make a few upgrades. Okay. That makes sense. Now, one of the things that's directly tied to, um, you know, success of the housing market is really the economic impact and how um, how many new housing starts have been, have been taken place over the last couple of years. Yep. Builders or home builders are going to build for what they feel is going to be the demand in the, in the future. Um, you know, it dipped early. The amount of housing starts dipped early in 2023. But we are starting to see that rise steadily over the last 10 months or so. Yeah, and there's several reasons for this. And my opinion is that buyers might be more willing to suffer these negative effects of the higher rates if they get a brand new or even a custom home. So if it's shinier, I might be willing to pay more money for it. Right. That makes sense to me, but maybe not to other buyers. Right. And so one of the things that we've noticed, we talked about it on, on our last monthly market update was that the month's supply of new homes rose from 7.9 months to 9.2 months. That's just month over month from October to November. Mm -hmm. That is critical because it's showing that um, there are more and more houses available for the buyer market in November than there was in October. Yeah. So then we might see new housing starts reverse that trend a little bit, because there's plenty of supply and future supply there that they may wait and delay starting new projects right. for that. Those sales are up about a percent from a year ago. And we kind of get some conflicting data here between new builds and existing homes. We look at this data every time it comes out, and sometimes they correlate and sometimes they don't but mainly for the reasons that we just talked about. So, Jesse, buying a home is a challenging process. It's not something to be taken lightly. Yeah. Uh, It's usually the most expensive purchase you'll ever make. Mm -hmm. So if you're having a hard time navigating the interest rate environment or want an opinion, please reach out to us and we can try to help. Yeah. Does the math make sense for you to buy right now? Well, there's a lot of articles that you can pull up on the internet that tell you if it does or doesn't. And really, it's just going to depend on your specific needs and how this purchase incorporates 
into your financial plan. It's unique to you. I've never, I've never heard a commercial for a real estate agent say that it's a bad time to buy. Yeah. It's always a good time to buy. No matter what. It's always a good time to buy because that's what they do. They're transactional. They don't really care what the market looks like. They just want to have a transaction. Mm -hmm. And that's not a derogatory comment against my realtor friends. It's just that's the nature of their business. Exactly. And you have to understand how that home purchase or sale impacts your financial plan. Mm -hmm. uh, it's always important to seek advice beyond the realtor right. if you can. So Mark, remember Proverbs 22, 7, we always talk about it here, but the rich rules over the poor and the borrower is slave to the lender. I just thought about how that has even more of an impact on people these days when you consider a higher interest rate mortgage than maybe you want. Yeah. And, and Jesse, I wish that there was a blanket statement that where we could say, hey, this is when you should buy and here's how to do it. But we can't. Each family is different. Yeah. You need an overall look at your financial plan and see how that purchase is going to impact that. One thing that's that's definitely true today, more so than it was a year, year and a half ago, is the cost of housing has gone up. Yeah. Not does. only in average price, but also the cost of borrowing that mortgage for mm -hmm. a property. So. Yeah. Be careful, make sure you're making wise decisions, and uh, make sure those are grounded in something that's going to be a positive impact for your financial plan. Yes, we would love to see people using scripture-backed advice on how to make these decisions. So folks, as we wrap up, I would encourage you to subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, and wherever you listen to podcasts, that's a good thing to do. Um, we'd love it for you to give us a thumbs up and subscribe to the uh, our channel on YouTube. It helps us get a little bit better ranking so more and more people can see our podcast. Yeah. You can also send us an email to info at clearvistafinancial.com. That's info at clearvistafinancial.com. Or as always, send us a text. We respond to those usually within 24 hours. That number is 254-282-0495. We'd love to hear from you yeah, on let this us... topic or anything else in the future. Yeah, we, we really want to hear what our listeners would like to hear in the future. And that text line, 254-282-0495. Let us know you're coming from the show and uh, you like or dislike something we said and uh, which, whatever your comments are. So thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, folks. You have been listening to the Spin Life Well Show. Until next time, God bless and have a great week.